0: Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us for another installment of the Opinionated Stance podcast. Welcome. I am your host, Patrick Farrar. Please do me a huge favor and visit OpinionatedStance.com. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Also, subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, show ideas, please reach out. We always love to hear the feedback from our listeners, and thank you for listening to the shows. Feel free to hit us up on Twitter if you have any questions, show ideas as well. I think it's going to be a great... uh Time to get back into some interviews, but in ter- in terms of right now, we're gonna take and do another episode where we're just gonna take and look at something that I find in the tech world um, that might be helpful for people that are, you know, working through some different problems that I've seen in the past. Uh, this one might be helpful for some people that are tr- struggling with time management. I think that uh, developers sometimes take in, you know, get tasks that they have to do, and you know, it's like oh, they keep going, and it's like. It's like in Seinfeld where Newman says the postal, uh, the mail never stops and the barcode reader breaks and it's Clearing House Day. I think one of the things that happens is there's always plenty of work to do, but there's never enough time to do it. So there's things that you can do as a developer and as a manager and different things to understand and empathize with the other side. So I wanted to take in touch base and talk a little bit today about an essay that was forwarded to me a couple of years ago back when I started taking and working professionally in the software industry, just to talk about schedules and to talk about schedules around uh, what a manager's schedule is and what a maker's schedule. And this is not my original work for the essay, but I wanted to take and give credit to Paul Graham, who is one of the founders of Y Combinator. And Y Combinator, if you don't know, is a large VC firm, uh, an accelerator that is out in Mountain View, California. and. Y Combinator uh, is one of the places that if you're a tech company, you probably wanna go take and get involved with. They've had several large uh, tech firms come out of there that are people use on an everyday basis. Uh, Some of their big alumni that have come out of there in terms of investment and everything like that are Dropbox, Airbnb, Twitch, Instacart, Heroku. There's Docker is one of them. Several different mainstream names have come out of there. Um, and I think a lot of the reason that they get successful is they understand some of these certain processes and prospects and mentorship that go through. And so what I want to talk about is break down a little bit about this makers versus managers schedule essay and then see explain a little bit how it's impacted in my life. So Paul basically lays out uh that a manager's schedule is usually appointment based and it breaks down into you have a calendar for a day and that day is broken down into hour-long chunks and you try to fit meetings into there and once you have a meeting for an hour you can then switch from being a marketing managing marketing meeting to a sales meeting to a prospecting meeting to a this meeting to a that meeting and your schedule is basically built for that it's built and designed to have the flexibility to take and talk potentially if you wanted to, to eight different uh, core concepts and competencies of your business in a single day. And that's not a bad thing. It's a, just a thing. So like, even if you're working in normal, uh, five day week, you could take in for every hour, take and have it accounted to talking to different people on different days. Um, the goal with that is days are generally cut into hour long interview and you're generally switching tasks. You're generally switching tasks after the hour. Um, if you do have to have tasks that go longer, you can block them out. But the main notion is you're trying to encompass an overarching net of what's going on in the business. he then takes and starts to talk about, um, the maker schedule and how that is different. And this is generally the maker schedule. And the reason it's different is the nature of what your output is. Um, if you're taking and building chairs, or if you're building rings, or if you're building software, if you're building XYZ, you have an output that is going to be something And usually it takes and draws on, you have to draw on skill set, knowledge base, different things, context of what you're building. And so it takes a little bit longer of time to start to get into it. Like if you're doing a data analysis analysis project, you're gonna need larger blocks of time. And he said the maker schedule is generally broken down into larger blocks of time, where it's either like two of them, you have a half day, they're broken into half days because you may take and have to take and get into like, oh, I'm doing this data analysis problem. I have to understand what the data is first before I can take and make any, any great assumptions of how to take and work with it. He says that on a maker schedule, meetings on the one hour manager schedule are toxic because they break up that. So say you're working on a project and it's in your half day and you start at eight o'clock in the morning and you have a 10 o'clock meeting. What that does is it only gives you two hours to really dive into a project, but it breaks up your day. So like, if you're working a normal day where you start at 8, you have lunch around noon, and then you have a meeting probably in the afternoon, and then you're leaving at 5. Let's just put a hypothetical out there. In that situation, you don't have any four-hour windows where you could actually dive into the the, the particular problem at hand. And he says... That's one of the big problems with this schedule system and why most people on maker schedules usually work in early in the morning prior to people getting in the office or even after, after the evening hours close into the wee morning hours is because you finally get those, those free hours in solid blocks that you can work with and work uh, and dig into problems and actually taken, you know, get contacts and so on where you're working uninterrupted for that. So, one of the big things that comes out of that is understanding what uh how to take and work on these together. um I think one of my opinions with working with with operating on a maker schedule um is you need to take and try to figure out how to have as much uninterrupted work time as possible. and what I tend to try to do is if I have a four hour block in the morning and a four hour block in the afternoon, I will take and have a make sure I have a lunch break or some sort of breakup moment that takes and allows me to say, I'm stopping working on this task, my mentally stopping working on this task and going to take a break. And then I'm going to retake another task. And that what that does is it allows is it allows you to contact switch, um, pretty effectively without, um, having to re-engage into a certain problem set. So, The problem that happens with if that was broken into two hour windows where you had four blocks is if you're getting called away, you have to re-engage. And if you're working on a complex bug, a complex issue, something like that, it's really tough to re-engage. Or if you're even switching, there's technical implications of re-engaging or switching contexts. If you're working on project A, you need to go work on project B. You may have to change infrastructure to do this, that will take in take time to actually do those things. So That's one of the things is avoid distractions, create an environment for your success. Uh, The second thing is identify the schedule that you're on and embrace the steps for efficiency. So if you have, if you are on the maker schedule and you know that there is, you have responsibilities to be on the manager schedule, try to take in, if you have meetings, get a standing meeting on that will break up your two blocks. So if you have to do a meeting instead of a 10 o'clock meeting, if you can take and bring that to potentially be like a noon or a one, you get a morning session, then you get an afternoon session to work, and then it can appease everybody. I think the empathy part of it on both sides is necessary. And there's situations where you're going to be in your career, you're going to be in the maker schedule for a while. And then there's going to be situations in the your career that you're going to be in the manager schedule for a while. You just have to work those things out. So I think it's going to be really, really important to take and address that. And Paul Graham's article and essay has been really uh, exponentially helpful for me and my career um, to figure that out on how to take and do that. So I wanted to share that with you guys here today and talk about that. So um, without further ado, I guess guess we're going to take and make it a really, really short one. So again, thank you for joining us for episode 16 of the Opinionated Stance Podcast. If you're here listening and still haven't done so, go to the website, do all that stuff that I mentioned in the lead. Also, um, we're going to have some more interviews coming back here in the next couple of weeks as we get things scheduled out and roll into springtime um, and people are taking in, enjoying some different stuff. So until next time, everybody, cheers. Thank you. We are out.